0: You better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air sign's flashing.
1: Broadcasting live and local, this
0: is Lee Faulkner on 864 Triple M.
1: Yeah, g'day, I'm Lee Faulkner and this, thanks to Listener, is our podcast version of the show where we recap some of the highlights or lowlights from the the week that was and uh, there's plenty to get involved in here every week. Uh, we hope that uh, you can sit back and enjoy some of the things you might have missed, some of the things you want to hear again, and uh, one of those things we get a lot of requests for. I don't know why, but anyway, maybe so that you know exactly what tips to avoid. It is thanks to BottleMart, the Smelly Boots. Well, we are back for round seven. Thanks to BottleMart uh, and uh, joining me for the Smelly Boot, Paul Ready from k and Plumbing Supplies and the Western Clydesdales. Good morning, mate. Yeah, good morning, Lee. How are you, mate? I'm well. I'm well. I I have made an executive decision, mate, and I hope you don't mind. Based on the okay. results of last weekend, uh, a la Parramatta and St George, I've decided oh, to bar not. gov. Oh, good news. So I, oh, don't, I didn't want it. I got enough news. Uh, text messages over the last couple of days and all of that sort of stuff. And I said, righto, that's it. We're barring you. You're out for today. You don't get to gloat about St George winning and us getting beaten by the Tigers. So uh, we will plough on without him and we'll give him whatever we reckon.
0: Look, it's pretty exciting for him, though, really. You know, like we're normally calling them the Easter Premiers and this year they're right down the bottom, but now they're in a roll. One in a row. One in a row. one in a row. They've got a fair bit to uh, look forward to, I'd suggest.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's have a look at the uh, games for this weekend after uh, last night's clash between the Sharks and the Seagulls. Uh, we move on to the Broncos and the Doggies. Uh, this is at 5 to 8 uh, Look, it's not many times so far this year that we've seen the uh, Broncos under $2, but they go in as favourites against the Bulldogs. So uh, Now, I'm going to give uh, Gov Brisbane. Uh, I'll give him the home one there. Decent start. Uh, Solid, uh, a bit of an association with the doggies. Is it time for them to break their drought? Although I have heard reports that they've had to enlist a school teacher just to fill the roster because of COVID and injuries.
0: Yeah, I see they've got 12 of their squad out at the moment. So uh, with COVID protocols and uh, injuries and that they've suffered, and they suffered a few last week. As well, and they're going along quite well. But look, the Broncos get a few back with Hass and that, and Corey Pakes is in the hook and position. Looks like he's got the starting roll this week, so that'll great. be great. Yeah, great addition. So look, I'm going to go with the Broncos as well, and we've looked after Gubb then in his absence to give him the Broncos as well. Oh yeah.
1: Look, I'm being I'm being relatively kind, uh, you know, given that I've barred him from this morning. I uh, the only one game on the Friday because your beloved Monday footy is back, and it's a double cool, header as well. Cool, so okay, we will get to that Monday. very very shortly. Saturday's games. And- And it's the North Queensland Cowboys, who I'll give to Gov, taking on the Gold Coast Titans. So it's pretty much even betting on the the bookies. So how do you see it's going to go?
0: Yeah, I think the home ground advantage with the Cowboys, Titans... Geez, they let them get away to a good start every team, and then they really fire up in the second half and come back. But and the Cowboys are a little bit the same. So I'm going to go with the Titans. I think they might uh, go a little bit better this week against the Cowboys.
1: So I'll go with the Titans. Okay, I I don't know if I mentioned before, I'm on the on the uh, the Brisbane Broncos, and I'm going to I'm going to stick with North Queensland up there at uh, Country Bank Stadium. They seem to grow an extra leg up there, so may yep. uh, uh, maybe an extra head too <sighs> if you're Paul Gallen. Uh, but uh, certainly, I think the North Queensland Cowboys. And we'll get the job done, okay? And uh, Combank Stadium, seven thirty-five PM. They are absolutely on fire. The West Tigers—they've shortened up. Somebody put a bet uh, solid of a thousand dollars for them to win the premiership at five hundred and one to one following the win on Monday night. I don't know if it was Gov. it may very well have been. Uh, <laughs> Jeez,
0: I hope it was the West Tigers team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, are we going to spoil the party for the Rabbitohs? Because I'll give them to Gov. I'll, I'll go with the Rabbitohs. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, look, I'll go with the Rabbit A's. The Tigers will still be doing their um, end-of-season party after beating the Giant Killers last week, the Eels. So I'll go with the Rabbits, mate. I don't think they'll do it two in a row.
1: All right. Let's hope uh, the Eels don't do it two in a row because we moved to McDonald Jones Stadium. Now, no doubt the Knights, they've had some dramas this, uh, this season, but they'd be buoyed by the signing. Five years, $5 million for Calum Ponga. Good value?
0: Yeah, I think so. When I watched him last week play, even though they lost, I thought he was a standout. and Every Without time doubt. he got the ball, you thought he
1: was you know,
0: he was the one creating all the opportunities for him. I hope he can get a little bit of support. Um, so they've signed him and uh, Andre Pogger, of course. He had to be there in the picture. Yes. God, wasn't that just confusing, that Gee whole words. thing. You know, wow. he's leaving and the next minute he's extended. So... Uh, anyway, that's a bit of drama put behind them, but the Eels, they'll rally this week, and um, Brad Arthur, I'll still have them doing 440s at the moment since their loss on Monday. I'd
1: imagine you'd be right. Alright, well, all three of us then will be on the, the Parramatta Eels uh, to have a win there at McDonald Jones <laughs> Stadium. Uh, we then move to Bluebet Stadium, uh, 405, uh, and look, I'm I'm going to give uh, Gov the Penny Panthers here. I'd be giving him the Raiders if I was you. <laughs> well, I, I thought, you know, we'll look after the Butcher, because normally he's all over him, uh, my poor mate Troy and so I thought, I'm going to go the Penny Panthers, to twelve and $6.50 for the Raiders to have a win here I'm on the Panthers and I had a sneaky feeling you might be the same.
0: Yeah, well I'll go with the Panthers too, Troy's doing some leaps in the air now for Joy so we'll all go with the <laughs> Panthers and um, hopefully the kiss of death could be on them and the Raiders might get up
1: well, that's what we're hoping for you. So uh, we can get the Penny Panthers stunted a little bit. We might have a chance uh, as the eels and uh, cle- creep up that ladder. Then your beloved Monday footy, mate. They uh, so enjoyed it. Not that we- you and I did uh, on Easter Monday, but they so enjoyed it that uh, Anzac Day uh, coming up, we've got two huge clashes. Now, his beloved St. George Illawarra, you know, well, what am I going to do? I'll give him them because they're $4.50. Uh, they're taking on the Sydney Roosters in that Anzac Day clash. Uh, I'm on the route boosters. Yeah, I'm going to go
0: with the Roosters as well. I don't think Dragons will get two in a row. and only lap of victory I'll see them doing this week is if they win the toss.
1: That'd be, I'm afraid that's exactly right. And uh, the uh, second game, then, 7 o'clock at night, Amy Parker, it is the other traditional Anzac Day clash, when the Storm take on the Warriors. Uh, look, uh, great to see, you know, the Warriors really rallying there and having some uh, having a good go, particularly uh, last weekend. But uh, they still fell short. I, I really think that they're going to get done. A game, what are your thoughts
0: yeah i'll go with the storm mate they'll be yeah. way too strong geez they're looking good aren't they and oh. in sublime form so wow i'll go with the storm over the warriors
1: poor old warriors i mean roosters one week melbourne storm the next week it's not a great run for them at the moment Did we, uh give gov the warriors uh, we, Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's give you the warriors yeah right we'll give you the <laughs> warriors you and i are the storm uh i absolutely love it now what is happening locally <laughs>
0: Yeah, likely it's all back happening. So the Western Clydesdales travel away this week at the Under-21. They travel down to Pizzy Park to take on the Burley Bears. It'll be a very tough game for them, but uh, they've got a few new players back, uh, a few new players into the team this week and a few injury players back. So hopefully the boys will rally and uh, Blake Mara will get a a very good, op- a very good job out of them this weekend, and then the TRL uh, Gundawindi Windy taking on Highfields on Saturday, so that'll be a very good game. And then uh, Sunday, Pittsworth taking on South out at Pittsworth. another cracking match, and first Brothers as well on Saturday, so that'll be another good game. So there's a couple of good games locally as well, and don't forget next week, the uh, the seventh. No, the seventh of May. The following week, we've got the uh, the Intrust Super Cup match or the Host Plus Cup match coming to Toowoomba.
1: That'll be fantastic. I'll be joining you, uh, high up in the uh, in the commentary box, doing a bit of ground announcing and enjoying the uh, the PNG Hunters going around. Looking forward to that. That'll
0: be a fantastic opportunity. We might get Gov there as well. Wouldn't that be a good trio?
1: (laughs) Look out. That's if we let him back on the show again. We'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, Once Parramatta wins again, he'll be right to come back. Uh, Thank you, mate, and uh, enjoy the footy as always. Cheers, mate. Bye. You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious, and it's been an up-and-down week for fire departments across the United States. This week alone in Florida, firefighters were confronted with large flames and plumes of pungent smoke coming from a marijuana dispensary. Several crews happily responded to the call in a local shopping complex. Despite the fire being extinguished within minutes, crews hung around for some time after to ensure the smouldering ashes and plumes of sweet, sweet smoke didn't cause any further damage and then spent the next three hours at the adjoining Tony's Pizza Place. Meanwhile, firefighters from Washington had a much less pleasant experience when they came to the rescue of a woman who fell and got stuck in a drop toilet after attempting to retrieve her mobile phone. Rescuers say the woman in her 40s was using the toilet when she dropped the phone inside. The woman reportedly tried to dismantle the toilet by taking off the seat and the housing to get to a phone. I mean, seriously, what's on this phone? Anyway, she apparently used her dog's leashes to help support her while trying to fish the phone out in some sort of bizarre SAS Australia type abseiling challenge. But they failed and she slid into the toilet head first. A bit like Will Smith's career. She then used said mobile phone to call emergency services but not as you would imagine straight away. No, in fact the woman spent 20 minutes wallowing in other people's excrement as she tried in vain to climb out of the man-made quagmire. Now, the unlucky firefighters who responded played rock, paper, scissors before the loser located the woman and then made a tall makeshift platform which was passed down, helping her to stand on and be pulled to safety. Rescue you say the woman was extremely fortunate not to be overcome by toxic gases, which after 22 years of Dutch ovens, my wife can relate to. And as for the woman, well, as she said, it was a horrible experience, but still better than supporting Manly.
2: You cannot be serious. Who you
1: calling pork chop? Lee Faulkner's pork chop of the week. <laughs>
0: Thanks to Angus Meats, West Street, Toowoomba,
1: We're fresh, cost-less
0: on A64 Triple M Darling Downs.
1: Uh, this is the bit where we give you the chance to tell us say uh, your pork chopper of the week and uh, what it's sort of turned into. Is uh, some great Aussie yarns and we're loving hearing it. So uh, we've got a couple of beauties here for you uh, including our winner of the $50 meat tray thanks to Anglis Meats this week Jim and a cracking story from Lindsay that was our runner up. So uh, if you're sitting on one of these yarns uh, and uh, we would love you to get involved uh, during the week on 13353 but in the meantime uh, yeah, sit back and enjoy these fantastic yarns our pork chop of the week.
3: Now, this is as true as I'm sitting in this seat. Yeah. I picked Spuds around Gyra for a lot of years. Right. And there used to be two people there. Uh, they were married Alan and, and Vera McDermott. Right. So Vera never ever went to the ocean. She never ever seen the ocean. So Alan said to her one day, I'll take you down to Coffs Harbour and you can have a look at the ocean. Yeah. So away they went. And there she had a drink bottle and she filled it up with water. Off the ocean, she said, "I'm oh. going to take some salt water back to Guyra and show them." <laughs> so when she got back, she's telling people, and she had the bottle full, the lid on it. And Alan said, "What are you going to do when the bloody tide comes in?" <laughs> so she dipped half it out. <laughs> <laughs> And that's as true as I'm sitting here. <laughs> yeah, it was a
1: real. Oh, that's... Br- now, that's not where I was expecting that to go. I thought someone was going to end up drinking a mouthful of that salt water. That no. is brilliant. What happens when the yeah. tide comes in? Well, I'll need to make a little room for the tide <laughs> so to go So she chipped half and out. Oh, that <laughs> is one of the best stories I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, he, what he a was pork a funny chop. funny
3: man, too, he was, I tell
1: you. Oh, that is brilliant. I. Uh,
3: Son was broke down one day and he was telling a, telling a rope up the street, yeah. a chain trying to, to put, get someone to hook up to bring him back home. Yeah. His father drove past. He said, "What are you doing? What are you doing pulling that chain?" He said, "You ever tried to push it?"
1: good <laughs> <laughs> is that, Lindsay. Yes, mate. How, I, how are you? I'm good, thanks,
2: Lindsay. How are you? Good. I got the real pork chop this plate.
1: Right, Tell me about it.
2: I used to live at Tweed Heads, and now I live out at Mill Merritt, of course. Yep. <laughs> but a mate of mine works volunteer on the uh, maritime, like, boats that rescue, you know, go out and rescue boats. Yeah, boat the like...
1: maritime services, yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh, a bloke put his boat in the water at uh, Tweed Heads, and they were patrolling the river, and this bloke's revving hell out of this cruiser, looking mean, like a 50000 $60,000 boat with a big <sighs> motor on the back.
3: Wow.
2: Anyway, he flagged them down, and they went over to his boat, and he said, well, I bought this boat, it's new. He said, I've never had a boat before, but um, when they took it for a test run, it it used to fly. He said, but now i bought it. He said, there's something wrong, it won't work. So one of the guys from the MSB got into his boat and gave it the rev, and it, it wouldn't get up and plane. And then one of the other blokes in the MSB boat said, "Hang on a minute!" And they looked, and there was wire coming off the front of the boat. He put the boat in the water on the trailer, Oh. then tried to get it up and running. And the whole cable of the of the uh, winch cable was out. <laughs> he was towing the boat trailer, tearing the wheel underneath the boat. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow! How can you be? Oh, that God. is, br-
1: <laughs> I can't understand why it doesn't fly anymore because <laughs> the trailer's underneath it. Oh it, God!
2: Stop like, this! There plenty twenty metres behind, hold <laughs> <laughs> along the bottom.
1: Oh, so 60000 for a new boat and he's up for a new trailer as well. (laughs) Triple M's Friday Foodies with Kristen O'Brien. My favourite time of the week because we get to talk all things food we do it with Kristen O'Brien from Time Darling Downs. Good morning.
4: Good morning, Lee. How are you going?
1: Oh, oh, look, I'm like everybody. I'm enjoying the fact we're rolling into the second of three long weekends in a row. Absolutely no complaints from us. And, and of course, once again, we're going to be blessed with some great weather this weekend. So uh, maybe great weather for a beer, a glass of wine and a bit of outdoor dining, perhaps.
4: Well, yes, a dining al fresco. It's perfect, isn't it, in this cool autumn weather? Yeah. And, you know, this weekend, we recommend a trip to the brew house in Margaret Street. So, the Brewhouse is a boutique brewery. As you know, it's the home of Four Brothers Brewing and they're famous to Lager. But right now, they're also famous for their
1: seafood platters, Lee. Yeah, these are put together by the Brewhouse catering team, the Flaming Knights, and I absolutely love that note. Uh, <laughs> And These platters are incredible. Fresh, hot and cold, premium seafood, and you've got your prawns and your oysters and your battered barramundi and scallops with all the sauces and sides to go with it and served with a bottle of vino, all for just 99 bucks.
4: Well, it does sound like the perfect meal, doesn't it? And I think such a great price, lead. 99 dollars for a fresh seafood platter and a bottle of Save Blanc. You can check it out this weekend at Brew House in Margaret Street. And speaking of outdoor dining, there is an event coming up at Bunny Cornellan. So this is next Sunday, the I think that's um May the 1st, yes. And um like if you love good food, wine and music, you just don't want to miss this one.
1: Hey, yeah, look! You can take a Sunday drive to Bunny Canella, North of Toowoomba, for their autumn picnic coming up on the uh, the first of May, uh, and a picnic run and then just relax on the lawns of the sprawling uh, century-old Morton Bay fig trees, and listen to some great music while you're there.
4: Well, you can, and those trees out there are just oh, magnificent. Oh, um, <laughs> this beautiful location. The music lineup is fantastic for this event. So Josh Lovegrove, Sue Ray and the Stephen Henry Quartet and the food. Let's talk about the food, the most
1: important bit. Of course it is. So platter of fact. Uh, they're good uh, friends of ours here at uh, Friday Foodies. They're going to be there with their delicious platters, the Toowoomba Catering Company and, of course, uh, the team from My Little Blueberry, which just recently opened in Crow's Nest. And they'll be serving up some very indulgent treats for you to enjoy during this uh, day of uh, dining event.
4: Look, the Autumn Picnic, it's coming up on May 1st. Take your friends and family. You can even take your four-legged friends to this one. It is a dog-friendly event.
1: That sounds great. Look, to find out more, just go to Bunny Cannell on Facebook page and you can find out everything that's happening all around Toowoomba's food scene. You can check it out at uh, uh, dinedarlingdowns.com. You are of course, all over their social media pages. And right here, every Friday on Friday Foodies, Kristen O'Brien, you enjoy another long weekend.
4: I certainly will. Talk to you next week.